Welcome to Voice of Hope podcast, where we share stories of adversity, faith, and victories to help you rise, overcome, and stand strong while pursuing your inborn potential. So today we're going to start the first in the series of five, looking at the characteristics of ministry. And then at the end, we're going to invite you or give you the information as how you can reach out to us if you want to partner with us or if you have a story that you want to share, a story of hope to help someone else in their corner to be inspired, to rise, to overcome, and to live a full life. So here is part one of the five-part series that we're going to be doing. So the first one is ministry should glorify God. But what is the ministry? Ministry should glorify God in his operation. Your ministry is service to others. We can find some more information on, in Galatians 5.13. Ministry is what we do for God's glory based on where he has placed us. Our O he has gifted us and what he has called us to do according to his wisdom and for the proclamation of the gospel. So the other day I was watching a, a program. What's the program? It's a, a, a piece of news. And I saw a firefighter was lowered, oh my goodness, was lowered into a 50 feet pit to take out a man who was in that pit for five days. Now, why do I share that? I share that to say that that is ministry right there. A firefighter is operating in his ministry. A person who cook food in the food pantry, that's the ministry. It's whatever we do to glorify God, right? It's a service to others. What I'm doing right here, it's a ministry. I'm giving and I'm sharing stories of inspirations. We're sharing faith. We're sharing the word. Why? To empower others to overcome the situations of life, to stand in their power, to rise up, to forgive, and to keep pursuing that which God's put inside of you and I. So that's our ministry, right? It's more simpler than sometimes we, um, we learn that it is. You know, when we think about ministry, we're thinking about all these hard stuff about church and all, and all of that. Your ministry is whatsoever, whatsoever, whatever God's putting you to do wherever you are in your unique gifting and purpose. All right? So we're going to look at some scriptures here. It said, ministry should glorify God in its operation. Whatever we do, it has to glorify Him. In 1 Corinthians 10, Verses 31 in the Amplified Bible. And always remember to use the translation that you prefer, as long as it's not changing the word of God, right? So then what, whatever you eat or drink or whatever you may do, do all for the honor and the glory of God. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Everything is God's. God created it. 
And let's say we're gonna we can break this down even simpler, right? In your household, you are the leader right there. You are in authority right there. And everything else on the outside of your door, right? But if they should come on inside, you're the leader. You're in charge. You get to show people where the restroom is, where the kitchen, where the, the guest room, and so on. So it's, it's similar to God. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And everything we do has to glorify him. It has to always glorify him, right? In Psalms 24, verses 1, in the message translation, 1 to 2, in the message translation, it says, God claims earth and everything in it. God claims world and all who live on it. He built it on the ocean's foundation. Wow. He laid it out on the river, griders. For he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the flood. Why wouldn't Marsha want to give God glory in all she's doing? It's not mine. I happen to be saved by grace and is enjoying and managing God's resources. So whatever I do has to glorify him. Whatever situation I face, we've got to be able to show how did you see God in that moment? Because the moment that you face when you get that revelation to that situation, that's me or you having the first hand information of how we went through that, right? It's like fresh revelation. Nobody else got that but you. And that's what we're going to use to, to rise up with and to proclaim. How did you see him in your, in your situation? So everything we do must give God's glory and honor. And it's all come down to service. Our ministry is serving, right? Service to others, service to humanity. In Psalms 24, verse 1, in the message translation, can't we see? that God claims the earth? Of course he would, because he's the one who made this, right? Let's look at Genesis 1, verses 9 in the New International Version. And Genesis is one of the books of the Old Testament. And God said, let water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. So we are seeing that you and I have nothing to do with creation, the foundation of the creation of this earth, of this world. And that's why our ministry, or whatsoever God put us to do, or the service that we're offering, it must glorify him, right? Let's look at John 9, verses 1 to 2, in the New International Version. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus replied, neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. 
But this happened so that the the works of God might be displayed in him. You know, as I read this scripture in John 9, 1 to 2, the New International Version, I was reminded of the time when my husband and I have just found out that our son was diagnosed with Down syndrome. The doctor called us in the office, but I was the only one who could go. My husband was at work. And when she told me that your son is diagnosed with Down syndrome and this is all the adverse things that's going to happen, he's going to need help for the rest of his life, he's going to be intellectually slow, and all of this stuff. And she said, well, if you want, we can continue by doing a amniocentesis where they would put a needle through the womb, you know, bypass the belly, go through the womb and take some fluid so she can, they can do some investigative tests to ensure, you know, that the diagnosis is, yeah, right, it's going to have Down syndrome. Or you can terminate this child. Right there and then I know I was to choose and it was a big old no. When I communicated with my husband, he said the first thing he did was pray. And he said, God, what happened? Who, what happened right here? And the Holy Spirit gave him this scripture, John 9, uh, 1 to 12, to 2. And he said, none of us, nothing happened. It's the same thing he said. As he went along, he saw a blind man. The disciple asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? And he said, he, the Holy Spirit led him to this scripture. And he said, neither this man or his parents sinned. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. And I just want to pause a little bit and just speak a little bit to my parents and my my relatives out there who has a child who probably just get diagnosed with a developmental disability, or I say, like love to say, pure abilities, that your child, your situation that you're going through right now, it is to glorify God. Find that glory in it each day, right? And when I speak, I speak from a place of being that parent as well. We are that parent. Find the glory. Find that beautiful thing that's, that's happening in your life on a daily basis from the situation that you may find yourself with. In this scripture, we're talking about the blind man. For us, we're talking about a child with Down syndrome. So whatever your situation is, whatever your diagnosis is, find that glory, right? Because everything from there is going to honor and glorify God. Our son right now, his life and his development and the journey we're on, is just one big beautifulness, if we can use a word like that, right? So, and this story goes deeper too, because we see, as we read the scripture, you see that Jesus was using this as a teaching moment, you know? So that's a, that's a whole different message. When I was reading, I was like, whoa, this is like a whole different message. So just just put a pause on that other aspect. But in that teachable moment right there, you know, God was teaching about um, faith and unbelief. But let's bring it right back. So everything we do and everything up in our life is to glorify God always. I can't emphasize that more. In Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, it says, If you start thinking of yourselves, I did all this and all my all by myself. I am rich. It's all mine. Well, think again. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to proclaim all this wealth. So has to confirm the covenant 
that he promised to your ancestors as it is today. We can't boast ourselves up and act as though the things that we have, the material stuff, the money, the influence and all that is all about Marsha. We can't do that. Everything is God and all we do through ministry. And we said ministry is service to others. It has to glorify God because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So my friend, you and I are God's people, his children. So therefore, whatever you find your hand to, do, whether you're a carpenter, a fireman, a teacher, a preacher, whatever, a computer analyst, use everything you do. Or serving in the pantry, in the food banks, wherever you are, use everything you're doing to glorify him, to lift him up, to see the goodness. Because everything here on earth is, is, is including you and I. I know you are blessed by this work, this message. And also, I know you might have some questions too. Because there's no way you're going to listen and no question pops up. If you have a question, I want to hear from you. I want, I want to hear what, what you got. I want you to drop us an email at voiceofopodcast1 at gmail.com. Or you can join our group, Down Syndrome Moms Rising Up in Faith. Until next time, keep giving God the glory and the praise and the honor in your ministry. I remember your ministry is whatsoever you put the hand to that's lifting and glorifying your father who is in charge of this earth and you and everything there is in it. And until next time, I'm just encouraging you. Join me again in the next, in part two of the five-part series of ministry. How and what should ministry um, do the characteristics of ministry? And until next time, walk good.